0: What's up everyone? We are back. It is tea time with Robin. This episode 17. I think it's 17. 17. Whatever. It's big. We're moving along here. Everything's moving just so well. How are you today, Robin?
1: I am just fine. Sinking under yet another foot or two of snow since the last time we spoke. Yeah, you are getting hit. Crazy in Wyoming right now. Uh, all you people that are talking about spring, um, say that <laughs> it's not happening here in Wyoming, and I refuse to believe it ha- it's happening anywhere else. Yeah, um, with that.
0: well, I'll say this it's sunny, but it's cold here, so at sunny. least the sun's out. Sunny sun's is- out, guns out. No, sun's out, no guns out, but <laughs> really. Right, so let's get into it. The Bills have signed some new players. Um, we went off the air last week and there was a signing of uh, Dave Edwards. Yes. And also picked up safety uh, rap, uh Taylor rap. Mm-hmm. Both, so crazy, both of these players are from the Rams. So now are we done with Carolina? And moving <laughs> on to the
1: Rams? <laughs> Quite possible that we are. Although I find it interesting, the safety. You, you look at okay. Why did we end up with these players? Well, of course, David Edward played with Cromer. Yes. And Taylor Rap, I'm sure, was recruited by Von Miller. So oh, okay. I think that might be the the source of of those two. But we'll get into that uh, because I have some interesting tidbits. David Edwards is an interesting pickup. Um, Twenty-six years old, six foot six, three hundred and eight pounds. Love all of that. Love it. Love the three hundreds. Love the 300s. <laughs> yes, and above 6'4", please. Yes. And on the on the O line, absolutely. I love this signing for a lot of reasons. Number one, this guy is not old. Okay, this no. is like. Roger Saffold at the end of, you know, twilight of his career, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. This guy has got a lot of tread on his tires. Right. And I am excited about having depth, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. I don't think this guy's going to plug in and, you know, play to start. Right. Hard to say. But Cromer must like him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he played with a Super Bowl team um, with Vaughn.
1: Right. Uh,
0: played 17 games, played for uh, playoff games. The only concern I have, he had two concussions. Yes. I want to say in 2022. But after that, they shut him down. So what was a You know, which was great. Um, I, I mean, that's my only concern when it comes to him. But like you said, he does have a lot of tread. So I am interested to see how they use him or what will they do in the draft. But I like this signing. I do.
1: Mm hmm. It helps if for no other reason for depth. And mm-hmm. we saw last year how we ran through offensive linemen and they get injured. Right. That's that's the bottom line. It's tough, tough work grinding in the in the trenches. Right. So the depth is important. And the depth at guard last year was not good, not even good to begin with. Then mm-hmm. running through the season. So, Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a very solid signing. Plus I, I don't remember the numbers, but I think we got them at a fairly decent price.
0: apparently all the people that are coming in, um, from free agency, I, what is this? The second wave, the third wave, I forgot how many waves we're on now, mm-hmm. but, um, um, Sean and being more bean is saying that you want the guys, a one year deal under two, two to three, 3 million. So if you know you're gonna be signing with this with the Buffalo Bills. And that's I love how they put it out there. Like, listen, if you wanna come play with us, get us on this bargain, play. And if you do well, maybe we'll sign you, sign you back. Or if not, another team will see us, see you and say, Hey, they got them on got them on a the cheap. Let me see what he can do in our, you know, in our scheme. So I, I like the way they're approaching this free agency.
1: I love it. Yeah. They're complaining about not getting all these splash signings, but the bills don't have the money. Right. pieces that they're putting in place, in my view, are very thoughtful. We can move on to Taylor Rapp if okay. you're sure. if you're done with Edwards. Taylor Rapp was a very interesting signing, one that kind of caught me off guard in left field. I had to go look look him up. Mm-hmm. Another younger player. 24? 25. Okay. 25, six foot tall. He, he's 100 pounds lighter than David Edwards. He's 208 pounds. So, I love this too. Exactly. He's not tiny. Right. Which I think is really important but obviously he can, he can get around. He was drafted in the second round. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember what year, but he's only a few years in. 2019. I want to say it was 2019. Right. Right. And then we look at how did that happen? Well, isn't it interesting how the Pied Piper Von Miller is just playing his little tune and <laughs> all of a sudden we see Rams signing on with the, with the bills. I think, I think this is another very extremely interesting signing. People are like, well, okay, he's a starter. Why are they putting a starter on the roster when we have Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer locked up for another year? Well, for one thing, they're not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Their contracts are short and this could be just as you said play to pay or play to pay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Play, see how you do. We'll keep you in mind it, because we are going to have to, at some point, be transitioning away from. Absolutely. Here.
0: And then a deaf player, a deaf player p- potentially, um, a special teams player. I mean, he does, he played special teams. He didn't play it uh, when he played with the Rams. But also, too, maybe it's a three safety defense. We don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have oh, said on several times on this pod that you think that the defensive philosophy, the defensive scheme is going to change. I do. And,
1: and we- I think some of these signings may be a little uh, indication that it may just do that. Exactly. And it will be very interesting to see. We'll talk about this more in depth when we get to Sean McDermott Mm -hmm. in a little bit. But absolutely, three safeties on the field. I don't know what kind of scheme we're going to have on defense, but I believe sincerely it is going to change. And McDermott was asked that directly. and
0: Yes, he was.
1: He answered it directly as well. So getting this third starting caliber safety is clear indication that the scheme is going to change and it might even be versatile in terms mm-hmm. of if they're not going to be sticking in their base defense right they're moving around kind of like the offense does, you know, play to play it right. And so I'm pretty comfortable with the idea that the scheme may change. I'm made more comfortable seeing the depth signings that they're making, like this kind of quality depth signing, Taylor mm-hmm. Rapp is a good get. I mean, but also too,
0: uh, it came out that Bean scouted him when he was available in the draft. So I guess Bean knew what kind of guy he wanted, what what guy this what what it, what what this guy was and was capable of. Um, you know, he's a free 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 strong safety so he's very versatile replacement for for jordan poyer he was a replacement for they were looking to sign him as a replacement you got jordan poyer back so why not still go get that guy
1: absolutely
0: it just because only makes sense
1: our guys are getting older right we don't even know what micah high's return is going to look we like.
0: don't even know what De, De, um DeMar hamlin yes he's playing to what, at what level? Like we don't know, you know. So we have to get that safety depth. So I, I, I loved these two signings that they did
1: surgically. They're 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 surgical in the way that they approach free agency. They they fill in absolutely. It's not splash players, but the players make so much sense when you look at them. Mm-hmm. The players that they add make a lot of sense in terms yes. of the whole being greater than the sum of its parts. Absolutely. So, what do you think about Questenberry signing again? Um, I like Questenberry because he's one of those
0: players, another Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean players. I mean, and I'll say that because this man played with a high sprained ankle that game. I think it was against, was it against their, um, New England? Was it against New England? I, I think, think it was. I think it was. I think it was. And, you know, gritty player, tough. I was fine with it. I was really fine with it.
1: Agreed. Plus his versatility is what he wants to see on the offensive line. Cromer is great too. You've got to plug and play. However, it's interesting because he, he kind of flips between guard and tackle. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I prefer him playing guard Okay. I think it was difficult for him playing tackle, being out on the end. But it, what you said, his toughness. Yeah. The way he played through that injury. Yeah. Well, and he got the injury maybe two snaps in, mm-hmm. and played the whole game. Yep. Gutted it out. Yes. And boy, what a mess it must have been for him the next day.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, and you you seen in that game, he was he was definitely hobbling, but he he definitely gutted it out. And, you know, and and maybe, maybe that's what got him back another, another year on underneath the bill. So the
1: depth, you know, yeah, knows the offense, all of that. It, Mm -hmm. it, it helps. And I'm hoping that we end up with a, an offensive line that is solid top to bottom. Yeah, for sure. Injuries are just almost a given.
0: I mean, if we know anything about injuries last year, should have just let everybody know that uh, it's part of the game for one. Um, yeah. We still, we 13 and three, we still were 13 and three, you know, I, I we were held together, I guess, by band-aids and uh, you know, some tape, but they did what they needed to do. I don't, hope that we go into this season coming up the same way. And I think Sean McDermott and Brandon Mee understands that and understand the fact that we were never injury prone like we were last year. And I say we, because, you know, people get a little messed up when you involve yourself into a team. But um, I just, well, uh, <laughs> right. I just don't think that we, it will happen again. I pray that, Injury problems don't hit this team the way it hit the team last year.
1: Well, it's almost re- regression to the mean because the previous couple of years we had hardly any injuries. Right, it was like wow, you know we we really-
0: were one of the teams that was one of the healthiest teams going into the playoffs. Yes. So, I mean, to be on the opposite end of that was crazy because it was every week. And sometimes it was every freaking other day yes. when you've seen the injury report, you're like, oh, my God, not again. Okay. Oh, God, who is this? Oh, goodness. Why even look at the injury report? Because it was just a mess. It was so long. One one injury report, I was like, okay, who's not who's injured? Left?
1: <laughs> who's, who's
0: left?" Yes. it's was like, uh, it was a mess. But speaking of injuries, last um actually yesterday, Jordan Phillips got re-signed with the Buffalo Bills. I like this signing again because I like I like Jordan Phillips. He t- it took a took a cheap deal again. Um one report I seen was 2 million, the other report I seen he can get up to 3 3 million with incentives. So, but I really like this signing. Um how do you feel about the signing?
1: I like it as well. If for no other reason depth, but also before he was injured,
0: he, he was, was massive. He,
1: he was. He was. He. You could just see that. Oh, finally, the one technique, defensive technique. Finally, and sure enough, the, the old hamstring started, and especially with these big guys, once they get a hamstring, it's like it affects them for the rest of the season.
0: But let's just say this about Jordan. Jordan, if you're listening to this podcast, Jordan, please stop trying to run after quarterbacks when they are down the field or no, I'm sorry, around going around and you're trying to sack them. Just it's OK, buddy. I, we, we get it. And then you're running after your guy who's running four by something speed. You're trying to chase him and you get a hamstring. I'm like, I saw it. Jordan, stop running. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last time he hurt his shoulder because he was trying to reach for uh, actually New England game again. He tried to, I guess, you know how you swipe your hand, and he was trying to get his feet. And when he did that, he landed on the shoulder. So Jordan,
1: that one. But I saw, I remember watching when he pulled up on that hamstring. Yes, was like Jordan. Oh no, that's going to stop.
0: Burn. Right. Yeah. It's going to, the rest of the year. So, And he wasn't effective the rest of the year. I mean, he tried, he yeah. really, really tried. He tried to tackle with one arm. He tried to block with, you know, he just tried to do a lot. And again, I think that's why he's back because of the grit
1: grit and he can play. Yes. But the other thing I was thinking about was how he gets the team revved up yes the fans revved up. he he's like a cheerleader on the sidelines and he he he,
0: loves buffalo like he he, loves buffalo
1: (laughs) yes he does and i think this this is a very good signing i also think they need to draft a one technique yes tackle i i sound like a broken record but this is the truth there's there's a desperate need for a big guy to develop up the middle so that you don't have to deal with all these one-year contracts and having, having to renew. And then the next question is what happens with that Oliver?
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Uh, Let me ask you something. Do you care about social media and players?
1: Pet players on social media or just talking. I do not care. I couldn't care less if uh, no. I, I think I asked you this when it came to uh, digs, uh, but
0: I, uh, I don't know. I I, I I, Oliver is doing it a different way. I want to say mm. it's because I've seen some of his stuff and I'm just like,
1: It's unfortunate sometimes. It is. Make commentary that can be misconstrued, and Diggs is the captain of that. (laughs) (laughs) These obtuse sort of tweets that everybody has to interpret 300 different ways. Right. But in some ways, social media is good because it does provide another avenue for you to access players in a way Mm -hmm. that you could never do that before because sometimes it's really funny when a player will see a comment out of the blue and respond. Actually, today um,
0: I was on Twitter before I came on and oh my God, I don't know who it was. It really not important, but he said to Lamar Jackson, man, you don't want, and it was a player, you don't want to go play for Bill Belichick. I was surprised.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, hmm, isn't that- I don't want
0: you to play for him either, to be quite honest, if I'm going to be <laughs> if <we're> honest here. <laughs> what in the world does that mean? I know. I don't know.
1: Oh, that really tickles my brain a little. Yeah. It's like that combined with the tone of the comments that Damian Harris made that we talked about last week yeah. in terms of being so happy to be coming to Buffalo to play. Right. Right. You have to wonder if Belichick's lost a little of his shine. I mean. And he could be very grumpy, and it I don't know how he could be any more grumpy, but he could be getting more grumpy because it's pretty clear that the New England Patriots, they went downhill after Tom Brady left.
0: Right, and it's it's – Let's be honest. We haven't heard a lot of movement, um, from the new England Patriots. Um, Judah, uh, what's his name? Judah, 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 Jason, Judah. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Judy, Jason, Judy. He was on um good morning football just this week. And he was also saying that, yes, you haven't heard a lot from us. Yes. We haven't had splash plays like other teams had in our division. Um, but don't count us out. I never count New England out because I'm a scored <laughs> Bills fan. Uh, for but, life. Right. Absolutely for life. But you haven't heard from them. And it's kind of like, what's going on? They have a lot of money. So you're just wondering what's to play here when it comes to them. You well, know? And
1: Bill Belichick is the GM slash. Right. Head coach. Head coach, right? It's anybody's guess what he's up to, but absolutely.
0: Speaking of that, and don't know what's gonna happen, D Hop, do you think they're play on that? Because you don't, you never know. But as of now, as of last week, we've seen the whole Buffalo Soldiers, we've seen all of the OJ drinking orange juice, OJ, it, you know. All of this stuff, social media again. Do you think we are done? You think? I mean, because Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott has blatantly came out and said we call on everyone. So, it's true. Do you think there's still a play for Diop?
1: I do. I think it will depend on the magic and how they fit that under the cap. Yeah, that's the issue. Does would that involve? Because I think it would a trade. Yeah, and the most likely trade would be Ed Oliver, wouldn't it?
0: Would it add also Davis in that trade?
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. But using draft capital, I don't think that that's what the way that this administration would want to go.
0: No, because they love their draft capital, their draft picks. So yeah
1: people will say, well, you've got, you know, you've got six picks and some of those players won't even make the team. Right. It's true, but the draft capital can be used during the draft to move up or down. So Absolutely. there are other things that you can do now. And I have- truly believe
0: that he they'll move back, but we'll talk about, about that when the draft is closer, but uh,
1: sorry. Oh, that's fine. So how to, I wrote how to fit under the cap, Oliver trade. Okay. Do the bills if they score D-hop, mm-hmm. do the Bills then move off the Schneid for having to draft a wide receiver early? Um, early, like, so you're saying they're on
0: 27 pick? Is that the early you're saying?
1: Could be, or second round? I say
0: second round. I don't think you still have to get weapons for Josh. At any opportunity, you need to get weapons for Josh regardless. Mm-hmm. D-Hop is a great, a great access to, to this team. But I think you still need other weapons for Josh. So no, <laughs> continue okay. to get, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm I with you all the way there. If they get D-Hop, it might cause them to maybe move down in the draft in terms of picking up a wide receiver Yes. By the way, I'm going to tout coming onto to the blog in the near future is an article by Dean Kindig talking about the wide receivers who will go later in the draft and maybe even be undrafted that he likes. And that's important because the undrafted market is where you can pick up a lot of talent.
0: Absolutely.
1: So stay tuned for that on, okay. on the blog. And then the only other thing I have to say about about D Hop, and it doesn't have anything do- directly to do with him. Is if for some reason the Bills are able to acquire him, does it make it more likely that they will be able to draft Jack Campbell, who's my oh, as a linebacker? Because let's the middle linebacker position is like bing, we still have to do something. Yeah, like that. that's just I don't believe for a minute that our starting middle linebacker is already on the roster like being said i think he was blowing smoke there i think so too I, but maybe not but i don't i don't i don't see any of them on the roster being able to be a starting level middle linebacker the quarterback of the defense i don't think so but that's just my opinion. i mean it's so
0: hard for me to say that our starting linebacker is on on the team right now because when when um Edmonds was out they didn't start they weren't in the lineup mm-hmm. it's so it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that you're gonna convince me Sean and Brandon that they're on our team right now but if anybody can, can be convinced by these two guys it is me so I don't smoke about anything you
1: know but <laughs> uh, you- for the people that, say, that would say, and I've heard this, well, we can't have Jack Campbell because he'd be a rookie, and that's too. We drafted Tremaine Edmonds. He was 19. What are you guys saying? Did you forget?
0: He was 19 yeah. years old. He was a rookie. He was wet behind – not wet behind the ears, but he was 19.
1: Exactly. So, so I, I,
0: I, that's off the window. Like, that's not a good excuse. I mean, they've done it before. They can do it again. And let's get to – so we can get to Sean now and also – because we're on the defense and some things that he spoke about at the GM meeting and calling plays. And um, I had said on this pod that because Sean had stated that he didn't want to call the defense because it would spread himself too thin. I guess that just was like, you know what, I'm going to take it over because I don't want to appoint someone. But I think Towards the end of the season, or towards the end of this this season coming up, he's going to have to at some point. It's going to be too much.
1: Probably, it depends. McDermott is a a man in his own sphere. Yeah. What I remember reading about him, he has his daily schedule blocked out by five minute intervals.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: I don't even know what I'm doing from day to day, let alone five days. Oh,
0: that's that's, that's something.
1: Which leads me to believe that he's a little obsessive compulsive about certain things because he's so regimented in his life, in Mm -hmm. discipline, in all of that. As far as calling plays, I'm very intrigued by this. For a number of different reasons, because go back to the defense that McDermott had in the Super Bowl against the Patriots mm-hmm. a few years back, and you'll find that defense was far different than Leslie Frazier's defense, much more aggressive. In- well, that's what what's um, his name, Ron Ron Rivera said. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and and he would know best, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. So. What do we expect from Sean McDermott if he calls plays? I expect a very aggressive defense that is not going to be the bend don't break. Yeah. Anymore. I, how can you,
0: I don't know, I, I, for me, and I guess it may be because it's like managing people, I guess, um, see that as a coach. And I know as a coach, you are, you know, everywhere you're managing everything as that head coach but you see that and maybe this is maybe just you know naive of me and not say anything you see a defensive coordinator have a philosophy where it's a bend don't break but you know I'm a defensive coordinator myself but I don't say anything to where I don't like this This is not, this is not my defense. I understand is I wash my hands of it because it's not mine, but you're an aggressive defense coach. And you're just like, no, I would have never done that. Oh man. That's, Oh, you know what I mean? It's just like you're holding your hands tight and you just want to be like, be more aggressive. (laughs) And, but I will, I will say this. I would say last year, I think that the bills were more aggressive, aggressive on fourth down to where I've never seen it before.
1: And that dynamic is changing I think because this a lot of the stats that come out now show that it really is wise to go for it on fourth mm-hmm. down in many many situations, many more than they used to. Right. Used to be just on the odd occasion when you absolutely had to do it.
0: It's 4 and 1. Let's go. Like they were going fourth down four and four and five. Like it was just like they're
1: going for it. Holy cats! Was it? I don't remember what game it was. Like fourth and thirteen or something. Yes, for <laughs> it. I was like, oh, they're, oh, they're going for it, and yes. they got it, and they got it. So yeah, I'm all for that, I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what will happen with Sean McDermott's defense. And getting back to Sean McDermott, I actually think he can handle the load because he's, like I said, so regimented. Mm-hmm. But he's going into his seventh year as a head coach. And I think now he's so entrenched in understanding the routine of a head coach. You have to do this, you have to do that. He can pawn off some things. He's right. also, he's also got what, three guys in on the defensive coaching staff that have been defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. So they can help him out in that regard. But I honestly think in my heart of hearts, McDermott is Probably feeling like okay, I'm going into my seventh year. We got this window open now. We don't know how long that window is going to be in place. If we're going to go down, I'm we're going to go down in the and- blaze, <laughs> guns a blazing. guns a blazing. And and I honestly think McDermott wa- wants to feel like he has some ownership if you will, over that. And of course the head coach has ownership, but the job is different when you're not calling plays. Right. No,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny that you say uh, window and closing. Um, I was at a drugstore and um, this guy seen my hat. I had my um, Buffalo Bills hat on and uh, he was talking, he was like, oh yeah, those bills, huh? And I was like, yes, you know, tough Tough loss last year. I said, but you know they'll bounce back. Everything will be fine. You guys lost uh, Tremaine. Yes, I you you know more than me, so you know. I said, yeah. I said, but you know, I you know we, he played himself out of the Buffalo Bills. So I just happened to turn around. He was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I was just like, he was like, yeah, your windows closed. I was like, the window, no,
1: the window, the window
0: was still open. I was like, you. And that's not just because of Josh Allen. I said the Bills went thirteen and three. I think people forget that the Bills went thirteen and three. They didn't play one game because of what happened to De- to Demar. And I said, yes, the last game you're always going to remember because it was your last game, and the way they played was not who that team is. I said, and I don't like to make excuses when it comes to this team, but when you have some of your top players injured, what are you going to do? I said, but again, they were 13 and three. So the window is not closed. I said, analysts will tell you anything. There are narratives when it comes to sports. And the narrative is always going to be when you're at the top, there are going to be people trying to pick you down and say, they don't have it anymore. Um, Josh Allen, um, now the narrative now is Josh Allen shouldn't play the way he plays. I'm just like what is going on y'all love Josh Allen when he first came out he was this cowboy toting the ball down the field and I get the hits let's 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 clean those up maybe slide or do whatever and we know Josh is not going to do that but at some point in his career he will but again narratives and what they are so now Josh Allen should not play the way he plays now the Buffalo Bills window is closed I was just like I I said, I, I'm i a Bills fan. I love my Bills. They were 13-3 last, last year. I said, the AFC East is getting tight. I said, but the window for the Bills, it's not closed. I said, things need to happen. I said, and not even that,
1: it's going to be fun. So let's oh. just enjoy the ride. Man, is it going to be fun. The AFC East is loaded. And I like it, though. It's competition. I don't like when you play every single
0: week. Right. Every right. Week. Yes. You have to show up. There's no slip-ups because of that slip-up not last year but the year prior to that. That freaking Jacksonville game, that was a slip-up. That, that freaking cool. Minnesota game last year, that was a slip-up. That game you have five to five years off my life. That you have to come ready every single game and I and, and we fans speaking we and take it with a grain of salt okay don't beat us down but when you have to come ready you have to come prepared you have to come with your lunch box and ready to grind so
1: and that's you what know. McDermott kind it of is play. you're right anybody else need not apply
0: right right and in this draft they're going to find the quote unquote, Sean McDermott type of a guy. And, you know, I'm so interested in this draft because now this draft is all about Sean and what he wants on this defense. And Mm -hmm. I hope people don't get upset if they draft a defensive player because we're going to need a one tech. So I don't understand, like, you know, if we, if we get.
1: And we need a middle linebacker.
0: Right. So if we go into this draft, and they go <laughs> defensive, boom, defensive, boom. And then people are like, they're going to be pulling their hair out. They are. Because we didn't go offense. I'm like, well, we went offense in this offseason. We went off season, We went offense in the free agency, did we not? Two wide I, receivers, offensive linemen. Yeah. So you need protection and you need weapons. Yep. So are they allowed now to- To go get a defensive player.
1: (laughs) Best player available. That's my strategy.
0: Hey, I don't know. I don't know. But any words that you want to say? Because I know you wanted to talk about your blog. I
1: just want to say, oh, the blog. Yes. We have some fun stories on the blog that Ed Kilgore has been doing. Former sports anchor for WGRZ. And it's loads of fun to read them. So please feel free during the off season. we like to do some different things. Ed also has a podcast that he's doing with justice Radford, the Kilgore show that can be found on any of your podcasts uh, where you get your podcasts. And then we've got from Dean Kindig coming up, his March mock draft. And that's going to be a big one because he's got a ton of information that he's updated and then the other one that he's working on is late round wide receivers that have been scouted by the bills. That could be interesting. If they sign Deandre Hopkins, will they then move back in the later rounds or even find an undrafted free agent at wide receiver? We'll mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting draft. For is.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I look, I cannot wait. Like it's 20 something days away.
1: Not, and not
0: far. It's not far at all. And it's gonna be so exciting. And I just know the first day we're if we pick on the first day, I will be shocked that we pick on the first day. You
1: think we we'll move back?
0: I think I think we might move back. I think because you know they love draft picks. So I think they may move back. If they move if they if they stay at twenty seven, I'm surprised. But I don't think they move up. I, I think they'll move back.
1: If they move back, my best guess it would be for getting more resources and then being able to draft Jack Campbell from Iowa. Right. Believe that he's a target that I would be shocked if Sean McDermott didn't wouldn't really want him mm-hmm. on the roster. He's also training Jack Campbell as I read this with Luke Keatley
0: Yes, yes. That's oh. cool. I love it. dig? who knows, but I love it, I do. Man, and not even that, it's gonna be so interesting to see how the draft falls yeah. like from one to 10, like you're gonna kinda see like if wide receivers are going off the board fast or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like last year, was it corners that came off the board fast? Well, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Um, and if tight ends are going off, cause this is a tight end heavy um, draft class. I wouldn't be mad if they pick up a tight end, which I think they will pick up a tight end in this draft. But again, we're getting off because we want to talk about this in our draft show. Not really a draft show, but a draft episode. Yeah. But that's we, it.
1: That's huh? it. We got nothing left.
0: We got nothing left. Um, Thank you.
1: Thank you, you know I love you.
0: I love you so much. Steve. This is always fun. This is always fun getting our... Bills thoughts out there. So I always enjoy, you know, talking to you about the Buffalo Bills and just life in general. So
1: yes, I love it. more of that during the off season too, when we get, yes,
0: to- yes. We okay. once, once the Buffalo Bills and the, you know, football has kind of like not died down, but you know, there's not a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about different topic, topics on this podcast, and we hope that you come along for the ride and enjoy what we have to say. So, but that being said, this is Tea Time with Robin. We love you guys. And?
1: And? Go Bills. Oh,
0: yes. Go Bills. Peace, y'all. Always one love.
1: You have been listening to Tea Time with Robin. Go Bills.